Welcome to Fusion Live, a podcast ministry from young adults to young adults searching for people to connect with and a purpose to live out. We're coming to you from Christian Assembly Church in Eagle Rock, California, and we're excited that you've decided to take this journey with us. Welcome to Fusion Live. We're back with our Daily Bread series. This morning we're reading Daniel chapter 10. I'm joined with Jairo and Lindsay. Say what's up, you guys. Hey, what up, guys? <laughs> We're excited to keep uh, reading scripture together and just learning from each other and how some of the craziness of what's happening in Daniel. But Lindsay's going to give us an overview just to kind of brief over what's taking place here. Yeah, it's so important, these overviews and, and kind of talking about what we read, because there's a lot happening here. And we're in Daniel chapter 10, and we are picking up my my chapter is titled Daniel's Vision. And so we are picking up the story this is a chapter about a spiritual battle. So before I even get into it, just understand that the things that Daniel's experiencing, and we're going to break down all these aspects of it, but this is a spiritual encounter. And yeah. so Daniel has received a revelation and he is mourning. He's grieving this situation. And as, as he's in that place for three weeks, um, then a vision happens. And so he's with his buddies. He's standing by the river and this angelic presence comes to him and his buddies take off. Like they're like, what is happening? They don't see this. They just, it's fearful, the situation. Yeah. And so we see that this angelic presence comes. And in the beginning of chapter 10, it describes in detail, this angelic presence and then Daniel, who is the only one who could see him, he falls on the ground, slain in the spirit, passes out. But this spiritual thing is happening and he goes down all the way flat on the ground. And um, what happens next is this angelic being comes and touches him and is like, get like, tries to get him to get up to like talk to him or, who you know, like, and he goes to his knees and he's just overwhelmed. He's pale. This has like wiped out everything out of him. And this angelic being says, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed. So again, we see this recognition of his character and his faithfulness. He says to stand up to like, I want to talk to you, get up. And we'll unpack all of these really important parts of this experience, but it continues on. And he's, he actually says to him, I'm here in a response to your prayers. And that's such an important thing to understand that our prayers can move God and yes. can move things. And he says to him, it took me a while to get here because I was off in another battle. So now he's starting to talk about the spiritual things. And he's like, I was battling over there. I couldn't get to you. My good buddy, Michael, the archangel had to come help me. And I got here to you and it took me longer than I wanted, but I was moved by your prayers and I was on my way. And so now we see that Daniel is still speechless, still worn out, but, you know, standing with this angelic being. And he starts to explain the, what this vision, like what this revelation means. He's giving him some insight and Daniel hasn't even spoken. And so we see this arc, this uh, angelic being touch Daniel's lips and he says, 
be strong now, be strong. And when he spoke to me, I was strengthened. Daniel is finding strength from this archangel, this angelic being. And we see that the chapter, as it comes to a close, it actually cuts off kind of in the middle of all this. And it's important to remember that that people added these chapter breaks at a different time. So here we are in this spiritual battle chapter, looking at this vision and encountering this angelic being and the chapter kind of comes to an end. And so we're going to pick it back up when we read chapter 11 tomorrow. But just to let you know what we're talking about today, this is, this is what's going on. There's so many things we don't fully understand. Yeah. We're left at a cliffhanger. Yes. I love me a good old cliffhanger sometimes, (laughs) but no, this is always, this is a, this is an interesting one for sure. Um, just because of uh this is kind of the first time that uh we hear about like an angel in in like morning devos but like how it's fully described and and all that stuff i mean i think it's really cool how it's how the angels fully described and i think one thing that did stand out to me is i just it just kind of stood out to me this morning right now uh was the fact that daniel was the only one who saw it and like all his friends were like, oh, this dude's having like some type of episode and they just kind of left and then he just like fell down in the presence. So um, I think there's some there's some validity and like something real powerful about that, that um, sometimes if like uh, if our faith like we, we can miss out on the presence and the power of God just because we may our faith or our heart might not be fully aligned with, with God's will. So, well, in the prayer, God, give me eyes to see. Yeah, absolutely. Like- Mm-hmm. Daniel is, you know, is seeking the Lord's presence, is praying, is saying, God, I want what you want here on earth. Like, let me be a part of that and allowing that to open his eyes. Yeah. So Bo, Bo is talking about how Daniel, like falling prostrate was basically in our day today is like being slain by the spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's a, if you've never witnessed that before, like that's kind of an, an intense thing to witness. And so I got a feel for these men that like bolted, but I think knowing like what that is in our day to day and how we experience that really helps to know that like, whoa, like the presence of God is like so here right now. And just want makes me want to like now be around because it has built up my faith in such a way where I'm like, God is moving, like God is speaking, whatever's happening, whether it's to that person specifically or like within the community of people that that's happening around, it's really powerful. And it's just kind of amazing the ways that God can work sometimes. So good. So good. No, this, this, uh, that specific part of the passage of, of the chapter just reminds me of that that spongebob meme you guys ever seen it all right i'm gonna head out yeah <laughs> his friends are like all right i'm out i'm gonna head right, out i'm gonna head out like that's that's I, if i put myself in daniel's friend's shoes like that that would be me i was like i'm out of here I'm yeah out. and clearly like they knew i think bo also said that like something in the atmosphere had shifted from what yeah. they were able to see True. Um, but it's, it reminds me of like, even, you know, Paul before or Saul before he became Paul and like the scales kind of falling off his eyes. It's like these people, like they could see and witness things, but they were seeing it through scales, you know, like they didn't, that hadn't fallen yet. Like it wasn't through kingdom eyes, which like we have every opportunity to pray and ask God to like help us see, like Lindsay said, like with kingdom eyes. And that's exactly how Daniel is experiencing that versus how maybe these men or his friends or whoever they were um might have been seeing what was happening so good yeah and all of this has happened and 
you know, Daniel, like we, like Menakshi said, this is happening today. We can yeah. be people who are seeking God and that the presence of the Lord can come in and a vision or an encounter with angelic beings. And I, I just, verse 12, it jumped out as me. It was my highlighted takeaway from the chapter, but he says, um, your words were heard and I have come in response to them. Mm. And just the truth that prayer changes things. Yes. Like this isn't, Daniel wasn't just minding his own business and this all came about his prayers. This is in response. I'm here to help you understand what's going on in this world. I'm here to under help you unpack your revelation because you pray and our prayers move God's heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so good. And remembering that, you know, Daniel didn't pray this on a Tuesday and get his, got his answer on a Thursday. Like there's time there's, um, what? fervent prayer, like it's not a quick response. It's not a quick response. Not always. God can do the impossible and can yeah. move quickly. I've experienced that in my life, but that doesn't always result with every single prayer, every single thing that what we're going to God with or for or asking even. And like just Daniel's humility and like continuously praying through that, however long he had been praying, you know, we read in previous chapters that three times a day he spends in prayer with God, like yeah. for the people he's with the nation, he, you know, the, the being in exile and all of that. And we're seeing so much of that in this chapter come to life because he says, um, uh, your words were heard and I've come in response yeah. to them. Like God no. absolutely hears our prayers. This actually, this chapter actually explains it even deeper in a spiritual sense, mm. because he actually says to him, I was trying to get to you for three weeks Wow, and I was being in spiritual battle. And yeah. like that idea that like, I am praying things and God might want to answer my prayer tomorrow, but there's more going on in this world. For sure, absolutely. And I think that's even a different, like when we, we try to tell ourselves like, keep praying and God's going to move. It seems like, at least in my mind, like he's just waiting, you know, like, or he's, I don't know, like, it's just not time, yeah. but this idea, like very clear in this chapter, like I was on my way here, but I was battling and I, Michael had, he's like telling him like, there is spiritual things going on that aren't about you or right. they aren't like, it's not that I want to answer your prayers in three weeks or tomorrow, but there's more going on. Right. And it's about the bigger picture. Yeah, exactly. That's so a, good. I think it's good to note, um, even just the different postures that we experience. So yes, this chapter is all about the spiritual battle taking place, but a lot of what happens in the natural, which is here our you know, tangible reality is just a mirror of what's happening in the spiritual world and how we physically posture our bodies is actually a mirrored response of how prayer and a, a spiritual encounter is taking place. So Daniel, you know, starts with, his fallen, you know, he's prostrate on the floor because of being slain in the spirit and moves to being on his knees. Um, and from there is then able to take a stand and all of the strength that goes from being prostrate on the floor to on his knees to taking a stand is because of the strength 
from God through this angelic being um, that Daniel experiences. And we have every opportunity to pray fervently in the same ways on our hands and knees, you know, down on the ground. Um, and as God is speaking and moving and the spirit works within us, we also have every opportunity to take a stand and come out of the weakness in the strength that only directly comes from the Lord to be able to experience and really even understand like, God, what are you saying and what it is that I'm experiencing? And sometimes taking that stand is one of the best ways that we can encounter that. And we read about that in Ephesians too, uh, not, not chapter two, but also in Ephesians, um, when we read about, um, putting on the armor of God, like we are to take a stand with that. And so I just love that, like motion of the physical body and how that is so responsive to what is happening in the spiritual world. So good. Woo. Drop the mic. <laughs> I'm a little scared to drop this mic. <laughs> Don't drop that mic. But yeah. yeah. No, that's, no, that's good, Minakshi. So good. And that's just one thing that I uh, continuously uh, see in this in the book of Daniel is that God's favor over Daniel's life because of his humility. And and I think it's like we, we talk about it probably every day on the on this every day on this podcast like that god will continuously favor the humble and he'll he'll oppose the proud and 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 literally it just started in verse three with with uh daniel taking a stand like i'm gonna he's mourning for three he says i'm not gonna eat food he says i'm not gonna have wine um and he says he pretty much goes on a fast for three weeks and he prays to god and um and i think one of the things that i love the most is like one daniel's already been depleted of like his nutrition he's not eating so he's, he's in a weakened state he sees his vision from the angel and it says that his strength completely like was depleted he, his face turned pale um and he fell into a deep sleep and then the angel comes to uh, comes to him and tells him hey daniel um you who are highly esteemed other translation says that he's highly precious some other translation says that you are greatly loved and um, treasured i think one says treasured one says treasured i love that one too and he says consider carefully the words i'm about to speak to you and stand up for now i have been sent to you and uh he pretty much tells him do not be afraid daniel since the first uh he pretty much is just reassuring his identity um before he gives him the vision and um and that that just speaks out to me because uh god hears our prayers like i think that's a big takeaway this morning is that god hears our prayers and um, we often feel like God is on, just sitting on his throne and just literally watching us uh, mourn and suffer and like he's just taking a seat. But no, the reality is that God does answer our prayers and he's moved by his heart is moved by our prayers. And yeah. Um, and yeah. Good. Well, and just the yeah. speaking identity first before anything else. Yeah. We see yeah. In Jesus's baptism, the, the clouds open and the Lord speaks identity over Jesus before wow. anything else. And then Jesus goes in to face the world and face the enemy and face the temptations and all those things. And we see that over and over again with Daniel, that this affirmation of who you are. And then let's talk about other things. Yeah. And I, it really stood out to me in 18 towards, towards the end of the chapter. But this idea we're talking about being strengthened by God speaking and God touching and God like giving that strength. And it says, when he spoke to me, this is Daniel talking. When he spoke to me, I was strengthened. And 
we're talking identity. And so when we like think about that for ourselves, like when I'm going into a tough situation or when I'm going in to give a message or when I'm going into my workplace, wherever that might be, but to stop in your car and like, God, will you speak to me now? Will you speak who I am to me? God wants to speak first your identity and then send you out into your day. And I do this all the time. God, I need you to remind me who I am. I don't feel like your precious daughter. I don't feel like your chosen one. Like, but God will speak those things to me and it will strengthen me. And and this chapter, I actually, you know, we we talk a little bit. Daniel's been like, these are deep, like a lot to go into, but there was actually a lot of like very everyday practical truth. Yeah. That yeah. We can apply that we can walk in. God wants to speak to me and strengthen me. Yeah. And this is just an example of it here. That's so good. I love, oh man, identity. Talk about identity is so awesome. And like, there's so much strength in identity and how much, like, I I mean, I'm not going to share personal testimony stuff, but like I went through a series, a, a season, and I'm sure Hyro and Lindsay, you guys did too, or like my identity was totally in the things of this world, even down to like body image stuff and whatnot that I've dealt with. And when that flips when that switch flipped and like totally believing that my identity was in Christ, like physical activity and working on exercising became so much more fun because it wasn't tied to who I was and just something that I was gifted to be able to do. And it's amazing how much like believing your identity is in Christ down to the specifics of being a daughter being chosen, uh, being loved and worthy, like all of those, you know, characteristics really speaks to like individual places of our lives where like, you know, there was a season of not feeling chosen and now understanding that because I'm chosen by God, you know, so identity is, man, we could talk hours on end about that, but I just love that connection to this chapter too. And we should talk about it for hours. We see yes. over and over again that yes, this is like the first thing. And and that God's, these are, I mean, Jesus, he, the, God's speaking identity into Jesus. Yeah. Like, so God is definitely, he's speaking identity into Daniel. Like, yeah, it's something for us to learn about and be open to. Like, I imagine I will be 85 saying, God, will you speak to me about who 100%. I am? Same. Remind me of my identity today. Hundred percent. Oh my gosh, I can't even think about being eighty-five. <laughs> I'm just I gonna be really twenty-five. Want, Let's stay there. <laughs> I want to go gray. You know, like I want. Oh my I gosh, yes. Want to? I just think it says wisdom. I think too, but <laughs> like Kathy think, Christopher. <laughs> exactly what I think a wisdomful, like wisdomous woman, Kathy Christopher. Kathy Christopher. Kathy Christopher. If you ever listen to this, we love, love you, you so I much. I don't even know who that is, honestly. <laughs> But anyway, that does uh, wrap up our episode for today. Um, if if there's one thing that we, we'd love for you guys to take away is, uh, um, and I really strongly felt this from the Lord this morning, is, is there anything in our hearts that we should just lay before the cross? Is there anything that we need to humble ourselves in an area specifically? Um, because we look at the life of Daniel and how day, I mean, situation after situation, he would consistently um, humble himself before God and then God would uh, answer him through a vision or through a prayer. So that would be my uh, big takeaway this morning is, um, is there anything in our lives that we need to lay before uh, Jesus this morning? Um, If you love more content like this, uh, consider following us on Instagram at CA Fusion 
or um, and you can D I mean we'd love for you to be on the morning devos every single morning so send us a direct message uh, we can we can hit you with that zoom link um, we'll see you soon guys bye thanks for listening to fusion live if you are interested in getting connected with us follow us on instagram at ca fusion and dm us with any questions or zoom information